재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This weekend, a special edition of Koreascape Talk the Talk Our monthly special featuring the voices of our listeners and our community On today's edition of the show, we'll be concluding our January New Year, New You theme By sharing stories of dramatic changes and personal reinventions Koreascape Talk the Talk starts now Welcome to the program. I'm Kurt Asian. All month long, we've been presenting special editions of Planet Korea on the weekend, showcasing ways people try to improve themselves in the new year. We provided you with weight management insights, showcased the struggles of smokers attempting to drop the habit. We tried to talk to our parents more, and we even went on a trip to a plastic surgery clinic. Today, we'll be going back to that overarching theme of New Year, New You, by hearing from three rather amazing individuals about milestones in their lives, the kind that divide who you were before and who you are now. Before we invite them to the studio, though, let's get you acquainted with our panel of guests, our panel of guest hosts, I should say. Two familiar voices, the talent and attitude behind our weekly expat intel segment, Kimberly Ng and Alex Sigrist. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. Hey, Kurt. Talent, I like that. Talent, talent and attitude. Talent. That's my name, You by are the way. our resident the millennials. Attitude. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are the youth. On today's show, we're looking to highlight and retell those life-changing moments, the ones that alter how others see us, and more importantly, how we perceive ourselves. So to start, Alex and Kim, let's put the spotlight on you. Are you looking, either of you or both of you, to dramatically reinvent yourselves this year or make any kind of incremental improvements whatsoever? I think I've mentioned this in the last Talk to Talk that I was in. I actually have decided to go basically zero waste, as in trash waste. And so I've it's been a tough journey so far trying to just like cut down on buying stuff that actually has plastic wrappings or things that cannot usually wow. be zero recycled. waste. Yeah, I, I, I said like, rubbish. I was like, is this okay. a is this? Well, first I was like zero waste. Like, I that's thought really you were, you know, aiming <laughs> to look like a drug addict or something like that. <laughs> zero waste. None you know, of that. Uh, none of that. Uh, <laughs> shrink your waste size down but, to somebody who really, eats twice a year. Zero trash. That's amazing. Yeah, it's but, really difficult. And even more so because I'm also ch- looking at saving water. Mm. So I'm trying not to use as much as I used to. So it's been really difficult trying to readjust my lifestyle and other yeah. things. Sorry example. that I'm using this plastic water bottle to keep <laughs> yeah. myself hydrated right now. You're tempting her you know, <laughs> to deviate from her pattern. Alex, how about you? Do you have such a green goal? Um, I have no <laughs> green. Maybe money is more like the green I'm looking for. Um, no, I have an interesting story though. Uh, this past Friday, uh, so one thing I changed is I, I do one of those um, no drinking Januaries, and oh. it what helps you kind of get the new year started right, and it, it really let me focus on my Korean. And then a couple weeks into it, I found out I had an interview for a, a little TV show. Which means I'm very glad that I took the three weeks off of just studying Korea and really focusing on that. And so it was a change I made just for my own health, but it ended up helping me in another way in that now I'm going to go to this, or I went to this interview, and I think I did a lot better because I made this new mini change of being study-oriented. Mm-hmm. All right. So and I'll let you know if that goes When well. you get on the TV show, we'll celebrate with some drinks. 
<laughs> and there goes everything. Yeah, there goes everything. <laughs> I'll bring the soju. Uh, all right. So you guys, uh, I'm, I'm impressed with those goals. Thank you very much for sharing those. And it's great to have you alongside me today as we uh, plan to meet today's featured guests. They'll be joining us in the studio right after this. <laughs> Welcome back. You are listening to Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and surrounding areas. We're doing our monthly special, Talk the Talk, and this time around kind of extending that Planet Korea theme we've been doing all month, New Year, New You. If you're just tuning in, you caught us right on time. We're about to introduce our three featured guests. They're from a community called Culture Complex, or you can shorten that down to Culcom. They're the ones who will be reaching out to you, the listeners, and hopefully inspiring you with some stories of personal reinvention. Let's see who we've got here. We've got Isu Hyungche. And Jiwon, welcome to the show. Let's get a little self-introduction from each of you. Why don't we start from my left to my right? Jiwon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Jiwon. I'm a senior year in university now. I'm preparing for getting a job now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Chijunseng. Oh. Yes, right. Okay, good. And uh, Hyungche. Hi, it's very nice to see you guys. And I'm 29 years old and... I'm doing my own business. What kind of business? I'm running my own internet shopping mall. Ooh. So, wow. I'm kind of CEO. <laughs> kind of CEO. <laughs> Does that say that on your business you. card? Kind of CEO? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> kind of CEO, parentheses, no, I'm not. All right. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an impressive uh, first impression. Thank you. And over to Isil, who also goes by the English name Dew, which is kind of pretty. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Isil, my English name is Dear, and I'm 29 years old and I'm a housewife. <laughs> okay, a housewife. Yes. Okay, that sounds kind of nice, that's an unusual thing to hear. So the three of you are members of uh, Culcom or Culture Complex, which I think would be kind of a cool name for a band. Uh, <laughs> I understand uh, the, the idea of Culture Complex is to try and maintain and improve your English skills which are already excellent, and you're going to display even more of it today. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Culcom, any one of you. Okay, Culcom is basically um, English study group and also Chinese and Japanese as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't know there are any other languages, but, you know, basically English, and we are gathered to study English more. It's located in quite many places, a lot of places in Seoul and Incheon, Busan, maybe, like, all over the country. You know, I used to actually be a member there, too. A Sorry, couple years Kalkan? ago. I went to Kalkan. Oh, you've yeah. been there? Yeah. Oh, was, really? I was studying Korean there and helping out with English, so yeah. Okay, oh. so cool. Nice. So it's a little bit about it. Yeah, it's a study group. All right, and we're going to hear individually from each of you uh, on your transformative stories of 2015. But uh, to set the example for how to transform yourself, uh, Alex and Kim, do you have a <laughs> quick personal story of your own from last year? Um... The, the biggest transformation, I guess, uh, it's it started last year. It's coming into this year. I mentioned earlier about the importance of studying Korean for me. And I think the big step for me was really getting everything organized so that I could start doing language classes at a university again. So I became a full-time language student at the end of last year. And I can't really give you the result of that because I'm still 
I'm still there. It's a process. <laughs> so it is a, it's a process. You got to trust the process. And so that's the biggest change for me is only in the beginning phase. So hopefully it turns out to be something a little more. Have you dreamt in Korean yet? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I'm working on that one. I, I Sometimes I can think in Korean, but not like deep thoughts. Like, for example, I always, I don't, I I'm can't. I'm hungry. Yeah, oh, pickle paw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like sometimes I, I, I can't even use the word. I have to think of a uh, convenience store because sure. pionijom is now just what comes to f- my head yeah, first. Yeah. So, like, some words like that have crept in, but I would not say I dream in Korean. Yeah. And if I did, it would probably be wrong. I, I, I sometimes <laughs> ask, you know, hey, can I have a pongtu? You know, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly, what's your transformation? Um, I think the biggest thing for me was actually coming to Korea and during winter from a 30 degrees Celsius weather to negative Malaysia five. to Seoul. That's going to be a little bit of a change yeah. in these months, isn't it? And being broken up right after and finding out that the guy I was dating actually dates, is now dating my good friend. That was a big transformation Whoa. Oh, for me. man. Is, yeah. is, that, is that like a... a well, knew you like, and you learned from it, right? Yeah, and you I actually better, learned from right? it. Okay, um, good. I told myself um, okay. that you know, I was in Korea for a reason, and even though he broke up with me because mm. of this particular reason, I'm here to do mm. what I. That's good. I'm here to do. It's to achieve my goal of yeah. learning Korean. Okay. So, well, yeah. let me share a story with you someday when we're uh, when we're <laughs> just by ourselves. I tell you, <laughs> Over I, can, some I can relate. Over some drinking. Drink. Again, yeah. When Alex right. starts drinking. All right. <laughs> now, usually you guys are bringing us expat intel. Today, you are going to play the role of supporting actors in a way as these people tell their stories. You've been given little bits to fill in as uh, various kinds of voices. And so let's jump right into it. By the luck of the draw, it looks like... Jiwon is going first. Jiwon, whenever you're ready, go ahead and share your story with us. The biggest change in my life took place when I was in Germany as an exchange student. I used to be shy and reserved back in high school. My least favorite thing was to make new friends at the beginning of a semester. It got worse in Germany. The only acquaintances I had there were Jiun and Bumi who are also from my home university. They were supposed to live in the same dormitory, but mine was different. I had to live in a flat with four Germans who already knew each other for nearly two years. I was the only Asian there, which made me feel more uncomfortable. I even felt awkward when I said hello to them. Time flew like an arrow, but I was still a shy Asian girl. But as the spring semester began, many parties were held to help us get along better. Jiwon, Jiwon, Jiwon. There's a party, a welcome party being thrown tonight. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? As usual, I didn't go. I just wanted to be with people who I'm already familiar with. Things didn't seem to get better. I got to spend more time alone in my large empty room. The, The kitchen was always lively because of my flatmates, but I couldn't dare join them. When I felt I couldn't get out of this deep loneliness, Bomi called me. What's wrong? Are you okay? I hardly ever see you. Nothing. I'm too lazy to leave my room. You know, as your friend, I think you should try to get along with others. I know you find it really hard to meet new people, but you know, we're in Germany. Not in Korea. You really need to take care of yourself. After the talk, I started looking back on my days in Germany. I shouldn't have done as I did. 
I wanted to start over again. The chance just came to me later that night. I encountered Brazil in the kitchen. She was one of my flatmates. Hey, we're going to throw a flat party this Saturday. Our rooms will be open to everyone that night. So if you don't want to join, just close your door and stay in your room. I thought this was the chance to get close to others. Finally, the day came. I made kimbap and prepared everything perfectly. I invited all the Koreans I knew there. However, I was nervous. It felt like if I couldn't make it now, I had to spend the rest of my days here alone as usual. In the meanwhile, Bomi said, "Jiwon, you look really nervous. Are you alright? Don't feel pressured." I know you're a nice girl and you're really kind. Everything will be okay. As the party began, people started to move from place to place. Brigitte and my other flatmates happened to visit my room. They were surprised at what I prepared and tried out kimbap. Mmm, did you make it yourself? Oh, it tastes so good. I didn't know you were so good at cooking. I'm glad you like it. I will make other Korean dishes later. We kept talking. All my fears disappeared, and I started to enjoy the moment with them. That was the beginning. After that, I got to love making new friends, and I could fully enjoy my time in Germany. Through this experience, I found my new aspects of myself. I became more outgoing and upbeat, which made me love and respect myself more. This is our monthly special edition of Koreascape called Talk the Talk, and you just heard a song called Kimbap by the artist Chadu. Kimbap, we thought we'd celebrate a little bit because it was the ticket to social success for Jiwon, who just shared her story about breaking out of her shell during her study abroad semester in Germany. Uh, we're going to hear from three individuals today in a continuation of our month-long theme, New Year, New You. Um, we also have our guest hosts today, Alexander Sigrist and Kimberly Ung. Great to have you. I want to just say first, uh, Jiwon, I, I also was an exchange student in Germany oh. about a million years ago. Wow, yeah. uh, roughly, <laughs> there, roughly. There were two Germanys. That, that, I'm going to tell you, that gives you an idea of how long ago it was. I don't think um, she was born at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you were, yeah, you were a tegio at that point. Um, so, but uh, I understand uh, being in a, you know, I was young at that time. I was just out of high school. And um, I can understand being in your shell. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially when everybody's speaking a different language and so on, it's very hard to break out. So it's cool that you used your ability to make uh, Korean food, kimbap, to, to do that. Uh, that is the one of the best icebreakers mm -hmm. that you can do is to cook for people. Uh, Alex and Kimberly, did you um, have any breakout moments like that when you transcended social awkwardness? Um, actually, when I was in college, I was known as the person who people would come to for food at night when they had <laughs> nothing to eat because everything would be closed. Ooh, and Malaysian food is killer, too. Yeah, so good. I would... I actually would bring like 
instant noodles from Malaysia and hot sauce and stuff because I love spicy food. And so if you're like studying at like 2 a.m. and you're super hungry and nothing's open, um, people actually come knock on my door and like, hey, can I have some food? I'm like, of course. I would make it for them and everyone like, awesome. So any time they got hungry, regardless of any time of the day, they would just help themselves. Can you cook Malaysian food beyond the noodles? Of course. Okay, we have to have a discussion. <laughs> Mommy taught me well. <laughs> All right. And Alex, how about you? Um, I mean, actually, this, this story was kind of interesting to me because I feel like we all go through this and I pretend, I put on a pretty good face. I pretend to be very social. But when you're out there, you, I know the feeling when you're, like, if you don't go out and then the next time it's even harder to go out and the next time it's a little mm-hmm. harder to go out. And so while I was hearing the story, I kind of put myself in those shoes and it's really tough to break out of it. And it so really it was is. really kind of exciting to get to the point where it's like you actually made it out Mm -hmm. i did have a moment like this when i joined a korean culture club in college when i knew i was going to come to korea Mm -hmm. and i just felt really awkward and alone in the corner of the first meeting because when you don't feel like you fit in no matter how untrue it is you feel like whatever you do you're going to be not made fun of but ostracized in a way Mm -hmm. yeah and so it took it takes like a little bit of something whether it's food or in the case of career sometimes whether it's soju it takes a little bit to get yourself out of it and mm-hmm. for my case i volunteered to dance to a big bang song so <gasps> <laughs> i want to see oh, that wow. but it was something i could do and so i was like all right and so kind of a napoleon dynamite kind of moment <laughs> i was a slightly better not too much <laughs> <laughs> we've got two other participants that are going to share their story in full hyang che is the ceo of an online shopping mall <laughs> kind of kind of, he says. Kind of. and isa or do uh is also here she's a housewife just real briefly do you guys have a a, a particular moment that you remember when you know you were shy and then you overcame it Oh, actually, I was in Canada before, so, mm. you know, I couldn't speak in English at all mm. at that time. So, you know, without their language, it's really hard to fit in. Of there, course, yeah. You know, and so I was really, really shy and really hesitating to get along with them. But, you know, I mm. used uh, music. You know, K-pop mm. was kind of popular in Canada, you know, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Did you dance to Big Bang? Yeah, of course. I could. Of course. Really? Who does it? You know the song, Kojima? Uh, yeah, that song was Ooh. really popular. And some of my friends really love Big Bang and 21 as well. Mm-hmm. So I used music. So we nice. went nice. to some club and we were listening music together. So we could hang out like sometimes. Very cool. Isol, why don't you tell us your dancing to Big Bang story? <laughs> Well, I I just thought about my first experience in overseas. I was in Australia mm-hmm. uh, eight years ago when I was 20. Well, at the time, I, I couldn't speak English at all, like Hyunche. So I, I didn't really know how to do it when I got there. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to speak English mm-hmm. as a native speaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, um, I was really shy to speak somebody in Australia, but on the street, I just grabbed somebody and I asked something, even <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, for example, where is the post office? Yeah. <laughs> so nice. I broke I broke my Chinese. Oh, yeah, nice. I really, that's I did really that brave. With, yeah. I did that with time in Korea. I'd always ask, <laughs> even though I knew. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's how I practiced. It was great. I'm yeah. going to yeah. break out of this. <laughs> yeah. uh, What's the time? Uh, would you guys, Alex and Kim, consider yourself naturally introverts or extroverts? I would say I'm naturally an extrovert, but I do... What, what was that? <laughs> uh, I would say I'm naturally an extrovert, but there is still a part of me that kind of tugs at some social insecurities for mm-hmm. sure. 
and I, maybe sometimes I use that. I become more extroverted to kind of combat that inner struggle on the inside. So yes, kind of. Okay. I'll go with that. How about yourself, Kimberly? I think ever since I was a kid, like little, I've been introvert. But my mom used to put me in all these situations, which kind of made me be- have no choice but to be like extroverted or outgoing. Yeah. And so that kind of cu- was cultivated, actually. Yeah. I would I would probably be in your camp. I'm very much a natural introvert with, you know, occasional, you know, sometimes I can come out of the, the shell for a bit, but then I have mm. to retreat back in for a while. All right. So we've got two more stories of growth and personal struggle from our next two guests. Those are coming up in just a moment. You 